Welcome to the Living by Design podcast. My name is Devani. I am a social worker turned holistic life coach. It is my mission to empower you to slow down and intentionally create your life by design. I'm here to support you in releasing the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back, stepping into the truest version of who you are, getting crystal clear on what you want, and taking aligned action to create a sustainable lifestyle that lights you up. After every episode, you will feel so prepared to jump in and start taking action. Let's dive in. Hello, sweet friend. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Super excited to share this four-step process. So what we are focusing on today and what I really am feeling called to share with you are some really important practices that will help you release 2019. And why is it so important that we do that? Because what can happen is when we start a new year, we are so excited, so pumped, but what can happen is there can be some residual feelings of disappointment, of frustration, of not meeting some of our goals or not sticking to some of our intentions. And then that stays with us as we start this new year. So something that I am a huge advocate of is obviously being really intentional, but also creating the space and the time for us to really reflect on the last year, or maybe you're in a new season, right? And it's not the new year. You're listening to this as a replay and you're coming out of a season, it's so important to reflect on these couple of questions that I'm going to give to you. And to really, then once you have created that, you've reflected, you've, you've, um, dug in to these questions, then you can release it. You can release them and you can start this next season with a clean slate, with a fresh slate, feeling so ready, so excited, Um, with this new vibrant energy that is really aligned with where you are heading and not having residual, um, you know, feelings of disappointment or frustration or things like that. And a huge piece of this is also gaining clarity. So these questions that I'm going to give to you that you can reflect on are going to really help you gain a lot of clarity on this last year. So we're going to go ahead and dive in. So pull out your journal or wherever you want to take notes, because I want to make sure that you can come back to these questions. If you're driving, if you're at work, wherever you are, I want to make sure that you can come back to these questions and really reflect on these. So the first thing that I want you to think about is what did you do well in 2019? Where did you excel? Where did you stick to your goals, stick to your intentions? Where did you experience growth? And really think about it. Like maybe you had a hobby that you were wanting to start and you actually did it. Maybe you wanted to start setting more boundaries at work and maybe you started doing it. Whatever it is, I want you to identify as many strengths as you can, as many things that you did well. And literally take your time, create some space, let yourself sit on the couch for 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes and really dive into these questions. What did you do well? What do you look back on in 2019? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of myself for doing that. I'm so proud of myself. And a really good way to reflect on this too is think about where your life was at at the end of 2018. 
or when you started 2019. Think about how different you are mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, in your relationships, at work. What is different in your life? What has seen growth? What has seen evolution? What is positively different? So that's the first question. And this is because I'm always so focused on identifying what we're doing well, because we do so much so well. And especially as helpers and healers, we tend to not celebrate ourselves enough. We tend to not celebrate and even really acknowledge our accomplishments when we get things done, when we finish tasks, when we have wins. We have a really hard time celebrating ourselves and acknowledging when we do accomplish things. So that's why I'm... (laughs) really harping on this, like really take the time to celebrate yourself and to identify what you did really well. Number two, what is an area of your life where you did not meet your goals? And again, give yourself some space to really dive into this. Where are you feeling? Okay. So we're sitting at the end of 2019, right? When I'm recording this, where in your life are you looking back on this year and you wish that you were further? So you're sitting here at the cusp of 2020 and you're thinking, oh, I really wish I was further in this area. I wish that I was in better shape. I wish I was sleeping better. I wish that I had more boundaries at work. I wish that I had work hours. I wish that I wasn't working on the weekends. Um, I wish that I stood up for myself more. I wish that I felt more confident when I meet new people. When I go into new experiences, I wish that I felt more confident and less self-doubt. I wish that I was able to forgive myself more and that I didn't ruminate when I make mistakes, right? And I'm air quoting mistakes because it might not even be a mistake and you're ruminating on it, feeling guilty. And so where did you not meet your goals? Where are you looking at your life right now thinking, oh, I wish that was better. And I don't really like the term better, but where do you wish that it was different? So really reflect on that. Number three, what do you feel are some of the blocks that you faced? Why, why do you think that number two happened? So looking at number two, and this is a progression, right? This is why it's important to do these in these steps in this order. What kept you stuck in number two? Okay, I did not mean that like as in like you're stuck in poo. That's not what I meant. I meant... I hope you know what I meant. What kept you stuck in the things that you didn't accomplish? So when you're looking back on 2019 and you're like, oh, I wish I would have done that better. Why do you think that happened? Why do you think you you were stuck in not setting boundaries or um, stuck in giving in and saying yes all the time to helping all the people do all the things? Or why do you think you didn't stick to your gym routine? Like, really dig into that because a lot of times we set these goals, set these intentions, and then they kind of fall off for one, you know, I have my own, you know, theories about why that happens. Um, but they fall off and then we don't really take the time to think about, well, why didn't it work? And then to adjust it accordingly. So then we can do it and make it more attainable, more realistic. Instead, we kind of just forget about it, create a new goal especially if you're like a multi-passionate person like me, like I have so many different areas. I just love growing and learning and expanding. So it's really easy for me to do that. I have to be very intentional about looking at where did I want to show up 
in what way did I want to show up, right? Like a goal that I have in meditating every day, moving every day. Those are a couple of, you know, my personal goals. And if I don't do that for a period of time or say that I was having a trouble being consistent with that, I would look at why, why is this so hard for me? What's coming up? What's coming up for me? And sometimes it'll be something practical as in it doesn't work with my schedule. It's not realistic, something like that. Or it could be some self-sabotage coming up. And that's why it's so important to look at this. Is it just something practical? Is it something logistical in your schedule? Or is it a form of self-sabotage that's coming up? And an example, so let me give you an example, would be say that you have a really difficult time setting boundaries with work. You have a really hard time setting boundaries with your clients. So if I was suggesting that you move through these four steps, okay, number one, what did you do well this year? Number two, where did you meet your goals? Number three, what was in your way? Okay. So when you're reflecting on, okay, I didn't set boundaries with work. I felt like I was feeling guilty anytime I didn't respond to a voice message from a client right away. I felt guilty for not responding to emails right away. I found myself working evenings and weekends, even though that's not the business that I want to have, right? So you've acknowledged the areas where you're, you're not aligned with what you want. And then let's think about what was in your way. So is it some form of you don't want to upset your clients? Maybe you don't know how to effectively set the boundary, right? Or like there's, there's a number of different things that could be going on. But what we want to notice is if there is a belief that's showing up, whether that is you need validation outside of yourself, you're nervous to upset people, you feel like you can't set boundaries, right? There's a couple of different things. So then what I want you to think about number four is create a couple of positive affirmations based off of number three. And this is a huge piece because there are so many affirmations online that are extremely useful. And that's what I've used for a really long time. I didn't buy, you know, affirmations or anything like that, that were specific to me. Um, that is something that I individually do with my clients is looking at the limiting beliefs that are underneath the self-sabotage that's coming up, whatever's keeping you stuck, whatever those beliefs are, creating affirmations individually based off of those for you. Um, but there's so many online that are really, really useful, but that's, that's what's beneficial about creating affirmations specifically to you. And that's why I wanted to walk you through this four-part process because then you can see what really was in my way. Was I seeking validation from other people Am I scared of disappointing or upsetting other people? Maybe I just don't even know how to set boundaries. Like maybe I literally don't know the strategies to do that. Like what does that even sound like? What would that even look like? So what, what would that be? Okay, so then you want to create the positive affirmations based off of the struggle that you are seeing come up for you. So a couple of examples could be I receive all of my validation from within me. All of my validation comes from within. The only validation that I need is from God and from myself. 
I'm allowed to set boundaries. When I set boundaries, I give other people permission to set boundaries. I am modeling how to set boundaries for other people. And I think a huge thing specifically related to boundaries is that we always think about what we are taking from other people. We feel that when we set a boundary, we are taking something from someone else. But here's the reframe that I will leave you with. Imagine what are you giving to that person? How is setting a boundary beneficial for that person? And I want you to genuinely think about that. If you are someone who has like guilt come up for you or you have a really hard time around setting boundaries, I want you to genuinely think about in these situations, like pull out your journal and reflect on it when you're feeling this guilt, you know, these negative feelings come up and you're doubting yourself, like, should I set the boundary? Should I not set it? Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. What if they get upset at me? What if they don't like me? All of the things. I want you to reflect on, literally write this in your journal. How can me setting this boundary be of highest good for everyone? How could this boundary possibly benefit me and the other person? Because it will. And that's why boundaries are so important. So create positive affirmations based off of the challenge that you are seeing. And the reason why we want to do this is because if we just start off 2020 with these new goals, these new beautiful goals, these new intentions that we're so excited about, but we don't take the time to reflect on 2019, to reflect on where we showed up, where we did amazing, but also where we struggled. It's likely that these things are going to repeat themselves. So that's why it's really important that you are intentional and set some time for yourself to reflect. Then I would This is so important. Once you identify these things, we need to forgive yourself and to release them. So once you have identified where you didn't meet your goals, where you wish you were further, right? You have these feelings wishing that you were further, wishing you had done this or done that, or, oh, I wish that I, you know, I hadn't spent this or that I had more money in my bank account, wherever it is, whatever it's about. Literally journal out, tell yourself, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I learned a lot this year. And even though I'm not a hundred percent where I really hoped I was going to be, I forgive myself. I love myself. I accept myself. I honor myself. I forgive myself. Write those out. Write them out. Speak them over yourself until you feel it. Until you feel it. So whether that's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is until you feel it. And if you're into tapping, I recently became obsessed with tapping. It's incredible. Um, Look up online. Literally look up forgiveness on YouTube, forgiveness tapping, forgiveness EFT tapping. So that part is so important. Having that self-compassion, forgiving ourselves for where we, you know, kind of let ourselves down a little bit and that's okay. And what happens is when you create this space where 
now you've identified where you did really well, where you wish you would have showed up more, you've forgiven yourself for that, now you can start off 2020 with a clean, fresh slate. A clean, fresh slate. And if anything comes up for you that reminds you of like, oh, well, you weren't able to do that last year, dig into that. Look up some EFT tapping sequences on YouTube. Journal it out. If you need support, reach out, send me a DM or an email. I would be glad to help you through that because those things may come up and that's why it takes consistency, right? Positive affirmations, they have to be used every day consistently. But I promise you, if you continue to use these positive affirmations that you're creating and even just find find one on YouTube that you love or I just released my 14 days of journaling and audio affirmations and it's incredible. It's over an hour of audio, over an hour of recorded audio with beautiful background music, all specific to needs that I've been hearing from within my community. So related to showing up authentically, showing up feeling worthy, showing up as a powerful co-creator of your life, releasing imposter syndrome, prioritizing yourself, believing that you deserve everything that you want. If you want those audios, head down to the show notes. The link will be in there. Find some audios that you love and just be consistent and you will see the difference. You will see the difference. Our brains are flexible. Neuroplasticity, don't even get me started. I could talk about it all day. Our brains are malleable and neuroplasticity means that we can literally rewire our brain to have new beliefs. So that's why I walked you through this process. You want to identify what's coming up for you, what's blocking you from showing up in the way that you want to. And then let's rewire it. Let's reframe. Let's create new beliefs that are more aligned with where you want to go. And that's the beauty of our brain, that we can do that. So if you want to check out the 14 days, head to the show notes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I so appreciate you spending your time with me. We will talk soon. And I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful day. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your IG story, and make sure to tag me. Also, head down to the show notes and get access to my freebie library with tons of goodies to get you started in creating your life by design. Until next time, my love, now get out there and start intentionally creating your life by design.